is the Christian artist honoring Christ through creativity. <laughs> Welcome to our 27th episode. My name is Caleb. My name is Maddie. My name is Mickey. I'm Connor. I'm Taylor. My name is Hannah. I'm Anna. Once again, welcome to our 27th episode. We have a full house here tonight and a house here tonight, like Ooh. a whole house. So we have a whole house to ourselves. Cottage out in the middle of nowhere. Well, and by nowhere, I mean in the middle of Milton. <laughs> it's not really in the middle of Milton. No. And I mean, okay. that's basically the same thing. In the middle of a bunch of other houses in Milton. <laughs> in the middle of saying. nowhere. But yes, so we're gonna try very hard not to like talk over each other all over the place here and make this coherent for everybody listening. Well, we're gonna um, try. Yeah, I said we're gonna try. <laughs> I didn't see if we're going to do it. Yeah. I was just emphasizing the try part. Yeah. Do or do not, there is no try. <laughs> but yes, we're going to be doing something different today. Um, we're gonna be doing a Bible study. And I know Connor is happy about this because he's wanted to do something like this for a long, long time, but we just keep talking about art, so. <laughs> Christian artist. Yep. So today we're just going to be doing the Christian bit of the Christian artist. Though, I mean, who knows? Maybe some piece of art well, will show up in this. To be fair, the Bible is technically a piece of art. So. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's a good look. Real quick before we continue. Whenever I do this, it means get louder. Um, when I do this, but if I'm going like this, making it, that means get closer to the mic. <laughs> because you're gonna cut it out. So. Yes, and this means stop. Those are my hand motions. Just want to make sure you guys are on the same page. <clears throat> and make sure we all are on the same page yeah. for you know okay. the Bible. Yes, so we're on Galatians one. One for Galatians one. All right, so today we are going through Galatians one because it's awesome and stuff. And yeah, so we're just gonna read through it. Or Caleb is um, from the ESV. For those of you who want to read along and. Uh, don't and then we'll confused. probably we'll probably cross-reference this as we go with other versions. Yeah, we um, might. For the we most have three part, versions here today. So. For the most part, we're just going to do ESV, and we're going to read through the whole thing first. Um, we might not actually get through the whole thing. It depends on um, how much you actually just want to get through, or if we just want to... Like, it depends on if we want to do the whole thing, if all of it is relevant to um, the same topic, or if we're just like, uh, you know, this is kind of its own thing, and that's kind of its own thing, so we're just going to stop there, kind of a right. deal, so... Well, it's only 24 Whatever. verses, so we can just try it and see what happens. Yeah, so we're just going to read the whole All thing, right. then go back through and take bits and pieces of it and just break it down. All right. Galatians 1. Greeting. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom the, be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the run you have received, let him be accursed. For am I now seeking the approval of a man, or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, would I not be a servant of Christ? I would not be a servant of Christ. For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not the man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. 
and as I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people, so extremely zealous was I for the traditions of my fathers. But when he who had set me apart before I was born, and who called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son to me, in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and remained with him fifteen days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. And what I am writing to you before God, I did not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only were hearing it said, He who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God because of me. Okay, so I, I also want to point out that NKJV is almost exactly the same as ESV. As ES, ESV. It just kind of clarifies things that aren't too clear. Like, um, for instance, uh, for, I do, for do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? Uh, um, and NKJV was like, uh, for if I still please men, I would not be a bondservant of Christ. And that says, would I still be a bondservant of Christ? No, I would not. Mm-hmm. So that, it just makes more sense to be honest. But yeah. How does the NASB hold to that? It's about the same. About the same. It doesn't read quite as fluently, but that's because it's a more literal translation from the Greek. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, pretty much the same. Okay, so... Uh, and I think I mean, it's because all three of those translations are pretty similar, just in the, in the way they're stylistically written anyway. And translated. But okay, so... Um, let's just go through verses, and if you want to say something, just say it. So yeah, I mean... Let, I don't okay, know let's if just can, go verse by verse. Let's read a verse, right. and then nobody wants to say anything. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. Okay, well, we should probably do some background first for those of you, for, for people who literally have no idea what Galatians is. Um, obviously, Paul is writing this to... Le- a letter Galatia. to the Galatians, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's that, and I'm assuming Galatia, you know, is not the greatest since he's writing a letter to him. Usually, when Paul writes a letter to a church in the Bible, it's usually not to congratulate them on a lot of things. It's usually to, you know, snap them back into into place. Mm-hmm. But so that's the background here. I mean, obviously right away, he's like, dude, I cannot believe that you are actually going away from the gospel. So there's that. He, so he's talking to a um, not very, what's the word? Not very spiritually strong church. Um, church. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Um, whenever I'm reading through Corinthians or another one of the um, books, it it helps to know that he's he's talking to people who are not great Christians, who are mm-hmm. who are um, like as Paul likes to say, that are children who can't stand anything but milk. Yeah. Um, a lot yeah. of the times he's just he's laying out uh, f- foundational gospel things that they've strayed away from. Yes. I'm reminding them of things that they need to remember. So yeah, so keep that in mind. And I mean, I don't know what else. I mean, I think we can pretty much just skip through that introduction. There's not. A, it's just. The basic Paul greeting to oh, well, the church yeah. he's writing to. So well, we just covered what he was saying. Yeah. So yeah. So are you going to read. say something, Hannah? Okay, you kind of raised your hand. Okay. <laughs> Start with three. All right. So six, you mean? <laughs> oh, three. Oh, three. Okay. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom the glory forever and ever. Amen.
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, I, that's what I was saying. We should just skip through that because it's just a. Do you have anything? No, because when I was reading this, I underlined the will of our God and Father, and don't remember exactly why, but just I mean the fact that he's he's talking about um, that um, God is delivering us from evil, but according to His will, it's not by mm-hmm. our will. As I just underlined that. Yep. Before. So I mean. Just to say that is a lot of times when we want to be delivered from some sort of evil, we want it to be done our way, and the best prayer would be to let God do it His way instead of yeah. praying for things to happen our way. We want to pray that God will let it happen His way because His way is a lot better than ours. Well, how it says it is um, says grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for our sins so that he might rescue us from this present evil age, is how the NASB says it. Yeah. And so it doesn't necessarily say that we're going to be saved out of certain situations that we're experiencing. Um, it's explaining that Christ's salvation is so that we would be able to be saved from this world. That um, And like he's overcome evil. So kind of like a one big from the blanket deal. evil age itself yeah. yeah and i think that 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 then explains the um that further where it's we're not it's according to god's will and it's not for specific situations it's you know the the whole of evil god will deliver us from that yeah but that doesn't mean that he's going to save us from all the, the little things in between it's according to his will so okay so start with six then I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some of you, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. Okay, so right away here, obviously they're turning away, like we said before. But like I, I always like when, when me and Caleb were um, reading through this real quick beforehand. We both just found it really funny that, and in mine he says that I marvel, and in his he says, you know, I'm astonished. Mm-hmm. It's just like it, it just seems funny that he's sitting there like I am just so shocked that you guys actually did this. And we, I mean, we just thought that was funny, but yeah. I like the not that there's another one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just turns to so some different gospel. Not that there's actually a different gospel you could turn to, yeah. but you apparently think there is. Fools. <laughs> Pray, you fools. <laughs> Thank you. We needed a connection. <laughs> yeah. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one who we preach to you, let him be accursed. I always am interested in that verse because it's like God is speaking through Paul and directly talking to the Mormons and many other people all through the ages who have, who have you know, claimed to got special revelation from God through angels. Like the Muslims. And the, the, Muslims, the yeah. entire um, religion of Islam was based off the fact that um, Muhammad, prophet, would, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Muhammad was, I, I'm pretty sure that he was like a, a Christian, like a Christian background and stuff like that. And then he said that an angel came from heaven and gave him new laws and a new gospel, which is what this verse specifically <laughs> says Don't, you should not believe. Yeah. Um, and and that the person should be accursed. Um but yeah, so there, there are plenty of religions that right there, the Bible disproves it right there. Like anybody who comes from a church background, like Mormons, um, like the, the, the roots of Christianity was 
or the roots of Mormonism, Mormonism was from Christianity. Yeah. Right there, that proves that Mormonism should never have started mm-hmm. simply because of that verse. Yeah. Um, but also, another thing is that verse is extremely powerful if you're ever talking to a teacher. Like, this is why I, like, everybody needs to hold um, anybody who teaches anything um, very critically. Mm-hmm. Because of this verse specifically, that if anybody teaches any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. And, I mean, I don't think you want to be accursed. (laughs) So, um, I mean, if you are a teacher, keep that in mind. That that, that is a huge thing there that that you should always be thinking about. Is that you shouldn't just teach whatever. You should be very critical and put a lot of time and effort into what you teach. Into making sure your teaching is biblical. Yes. But also, just for anybody who is, is listening to teachings, make sure the Bible, you know, it backs up the same teaching. Um, and be extremely critical about what you learn from mm-hmm. anybody. Even if you trust them. Even if you trust them, be critical about it. Don't let your guard down because you trust the person, because we are all fallible human beings. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that that is one verse that I've... At least wanted to use a lot to people. Like, that whole thing, I marvel that you were turning away so soon, kind of a deal. That entire thing, I wanted to use a lot because it's just like, I don't get it. You mm-hmm. you learned every all of the right things, and then right away, somebody teaches you something different, and you're just like, oh, well, duh, this is it. And it's just really annoying. So, yeah. So, this could be a go-to verse if you ever needed it. Good. Oh, anybody else want to say something? As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel contrary to the one you have received, let him be accursed. So just repeating it the same. For am I so, now... Oh, hold up. Okay. There is one thing, another uh, another thing to say about that is he repeats himself. Yeah. And whenever God repeats himself in the Bible, it is extremely important. That's why in Genesis, he repeated himself a lot. Because Genesis is extremely important. And... And this one, another, like, just backing up what we said before, this is an extremely important fact that people need to understand, is that teachers need to be held, like, um, what's the word for it? They, they need to be... Accountable? Yes. Yeah, accountable to the Bible and what it says, rather than just saying whatever they want to say. Okay. What they feel is right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the difference between eisegesis and exegesis. Um, what does eisegesis have to do with this? Well, eisegesis is looking at the Bible and inputting stuff from yourself in, into the Bible rather than taking out things from the scripture Thanks to God. apply to your life. <laughs> but, just for the people at home who don't know no, what I'm talking about. completely derailed our discussion there. Come here. <laughs> I had no idea what that meant. Okay, well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> the more you know sound. Oh. <laughs> Verse 10. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. I find it interesting in the NASB that it says, am I, tri- am I striving to please men? So that's like striving kind of denotes like that's what you're earnestly like seeking after. And if you are constantly trying to go for the pleasure, like, to please other people, then you're not running towards Christ. That's not who you're striving for. You're striving for others. 
And so it's not just like obviously you still want to be nice to people. Mm -hmm. Like it's less of a I don't know how do I want to say this. It's less of a, a way to like. It's okay to, like, it's, you yeah. should be nice to people. Right. you want to please others, but you, it's not your goal. And, yeah. and yeah. you should not, like, adamantly, this is the right thing. Right. I'm totally in the right, and not be open to that yeah. sort of a thing. I think, I think what it's kind of saying is along the lines of, um, okay, so you're seeking the approval of God, but then in the Bible, God tells you to, you know, be nice to people. And so if you just go through that medium of, okay, I'm focusing on God first. God already tells me to do this anyway. So focus on God first and those things will come. Mm -hmm. I, so I was thinking that the pleasing people, it's like, why do you feel like you need to please people to make you, can you please feel God. better? Yeah. Or are you pleasing people because you want to like show God's love and be nice to them? Yeah. If I had my notebook, which is right over there, I'd be able to find the verses after like five minutes or so. <laughs> but there are two verses. Um, I want to say in Corinthians, uh, First Corinthians or Second Corinthians, I don't know, but they they specifically talk about both of those subjects. Of um, actually, I'm pretty sure I used Galatians one ten in a post. I, okay, so I posted something on Facebook which went directly with this, but I think that Galatians one ten was the verse I used that um, you should please God first um, and not please men. But then there's one verse in First Corinthians, I think, somewhere. That says, but I please men so that they will um, know the gospel of Christ kind of a thing. Like, I, I seek to please men. And I want to please men because um, then they will know, you know. But then again, it's not your focus. Yes. Yeah. So, it, it, it is both of those things. Mm -hmm. I don't People remember where the verse is, though. insulting everyone. They're yeah. just going to ignore you. Well, like, yeah. who yep. wants to be insulted? <laughs> you should not go out of your way to... Um, Offend. Di uh, yeah. To, to uh, um, displease people. But you, you should, should not go out of your way to please people. Yes. Yeah. You should not go out of your way to hold up signs and <laughs> yell at people. <laughs> I don't like being yelled at. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> okay, so 1 Corinthians 10, uh, 31 through 33. Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense either to the Jews or to the Greeks or to the church of God. Just... As I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. So those are those verses from your notebook. Yes. Well, I didn't write them down in my notebook. They're from the Bible. I know. <laughs> uh, those are the, I'm saying that for reference for okay. what we were talking yes. about. Verse 11. For I, for I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. I wanted to play double advocate for when he was saying... Double advocate? Devil's advocate? Devil's advocate. Isn't that what I said? No, you <laughs> said double advocate. Okay, I meant whatever. Your you twin. Know. Your twin is coming okay. to play double advocate. <laughs> <laughs> On which verse? Our double game. Where was it he was saying that I received the gospel? 11. I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Not according to man, but through Jesus Christ. So there I wanted to tie that back up to where it says the different gospels... Like, how can we know that the gospel he received, how can we know the gospel he received was from Jesus Christ? Because what if someone else said, hey, Galatians, guess what? I have a new gospel, and this is from Jesus Christ. How do you, how one word against the other, how do you know? One of the things I actually I was learning was along the lines of, like, just a apostolic 
um, authority and just because it's um, these specific people like the, the disciples and Paul I think were pretty much the only people who had that authority and after they and I, I'm trying to remember exactly how that was defined but where did they get their authority I know. from? Well, with the disciples, it's easy because they were I guess with they Jesus. Were but Jesus, yeah, with yeah. Paul, I'm trying to remember. I don't know if do you know him more than. Um, the apostles where were defined by people who had been specifically chosen by Jesus. And so some would argue that Paul was specifically chosen by Jesus. Because um, of Damascus. On, either on the road to That's Damascus true. or. After that, if he right. appeared in another time, but I, I could have just said that. Yeah. I could have just said that same thing that Jesus Jesus met you on the road. Yeah, yeah. but to be fair, um, I think it's along the lines of like was... pretty sure that um, God said somewhere specifically in the Bible where He was like, "Look, this is it. There's not going to be any more." Oh yeah, no, no. So yeah, that, but that's w- what we're arguing is why is like how is Paul included in that? Like how can we trust what Paul is saying? Okay, but yeah, okay, here we go. Matthew seven fifteen, uh, and through 18. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Do, do, men, do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruits you will know them. Mm-hmm. So there, I think with Paul, he had such a character change. That's very that, true. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of... I mean, if you just I mean, look at Paul's entire life... <laughs> the the next life, verses say that he was literally slaughtering Christians yeah. and then mm-hmm. was like, hey, that's a no-no. Wait a second. I'm not doing this And right. just with the immense work and dedication Paul had to the teaching of Jesus Christ and how mm-hmm. beaten how he was beaten and jailed so many times, like someone who is not for Christ would not He's saying in a prison. That. Yeah. That's pretty great. I mean, Mm -hmm. people do crazy things for non-Christians. It's easy to say that your word is from God, but then to write something that doesn't contradict the Bible in any way afterwards is a little bit more impressive. He's not, it's not a different gospel. That's kind of the point that it, that he's kind of making here is, or that I'm This is the same gospel, like he's just Mm -hmm. explaining it. Yeah, he's, I mean, helping a different audience understand it. Yes. Yeah. He, I mean, By the way, if that, that a... mystery voice in the background was David, <laughs> who just showed up with Ruth, his wife. <laughs> Still weird for me to say that. <laughs> that is kind of weird, but okay. So did we answer that? Yeah, Are you satisfied? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, no, so, I, just... I mean, and he's, he's talking to a, a church that is, I mean, not great spiritually, so he's He's reaffirming things. Yeah. He's not pre- pre- preaching a different gospel. So that's basically how I would answer that. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. And as, and I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people, so extremely zealous was I for the traditions of my fathers. But when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone. Nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, but went away, in, went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Okay, so That's not to get into Calvinism and Arminianism, Arminianism. but 
That's what I said. You said Arminism. It's Arminism. Armenianism. Armenianism? Yes. Mm-hmm. What the crap? Arminianism. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so not to get into that, but it clearly says here that God called him. He did not choose God. Even though he still chose God, he, he was chosen by God. Yeah, and that he, goes he back to, to God. The, the, the truth of both of those things. Yes. And God revealed himself to him. Yeah, exactly. Therefore, because it's leaves. both. Yes. So, yeah, just to go there and say that we technically do not choose God. It is, it is a two-sided relationship. Yeah. We, we have to choose God. We have to, you know, obviously seek him and allow him to... But God is also choosing us. Yes, and but giving us God grace. calls us and reveals himself to us. Otherwise, we would not be able to understand anything. God chooses us first. Yes. Um, Another statement we're going to make there is Calvinism and Arminianism are both wrong. Arminianism. The The extremes of both of those. The extremes of both of those are both wrong. Arminianism sounds like a military. (laughs) (laughs) Verse 18. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and remained with him 15 days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. And what I am writing to you before God, I do, I do not lie. I'm, I'm interested to why he had to clarify that. Well, I mean, um, he kind of says some stuff like that in um, Corinthians where he's talking to the church and saying um, that you are lying and, and deceiving each other and stuff like that. So in, in this, he's talking about how they've been deceived by other gospels or whatever, and they're deceiving themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah, that so actually might he's be what he's specifically talking yeah. to them and saying, look, I am not lying to you before God. I am not lying. You can trust me kind of a deal. I'm, I'm sure there's more context there, though, that we yeah. could glean. I mean, he's, he's kind of saying, like, on my honor, dude, I'm not lying. Yeah, but I'm, I'm interested to see if maybe something specific of what he's saying in this passage is yeah. might be considered false by some people. But that's a... Very intense research. It may have been obvious to them, exactly, and just not yeah. obvious to us because it's not yep. important to us. So. Mm-hmm. But either way, like obviously, he's not lying. So, <laughs> <laughs> twenty-one. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only were hearing it said, "He who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy," and they glorified God because of me. That just shows me how cool um, the transformative work of Christ can be. Like, that they were glorifying God because of that. Like, some people would be like, um, nope, if this guy is suddenly a Christian now, I don't know if I want to be a part of this. Because if God is allowing him to be saved, like that horrible person who was killing a bunch of people, then I don't know if I want to be part of this Christian thing. It's amazing how... Jesus can transform people's lives so much that they can instantly accept someone that did them so horrible, wrong, so many horrible wrongs. Solid. <laughs> Anything else that you want to touch on? That's the whole of Galatians 1. I like how he says, and they glorified God in me, not me or God. They glorified God in me. My version says, and they glorified God because of me. Oh, well, yeah. I like that. Mine too. Well, it probably means about the same thing, yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, obviously it means the same thing, Mm -hmm. but... Well, yeah, and that's going off of the King James, which, like, Old English would have worded it differently, and so... Hey, (laughs) this on my Bible. I didn't say it was wrong. I just said the Old English. It's just... Yeah, yeah, it's... it's, (laughs) Cool. 
All right. And just so you guys know, that was the end of the chapter. Yeah, that was the end. <laughs> In case you were not reading alone. We need some big point of wrapping it up. Yeah, I mean, so Paul is pretty cool. My, the two <laughs> things that um, my, my version um, separates these into is the no other gospel and Paul called by God. So we have the no other gospel point where, you know, we need to be careful to not let other gospels, I air quote there, deceive us. Uh, we need to be making sure. And one of my favorite quotes, um, I cannot remember for the life of me who said this, hmm. but it's, um, we never outgrow the gospel. And that's something that I've been learning a lot lately is as much as we think that we as Christians may understand, understand what the gospel really is, we really don't. Mm -hmm. And we can keep going back to that same point over and over again and keep getting more mm -hmm. um, richness and deepness from that concept every single time we go back. And one thing I was actually listening to the What Podcast today about, he's going through um, Colossians. What? When We Understand the Text <laughs> podcast today. Ah. And he said um, that the gospel is kind of like our refresh valve. We go back to it and we, and we refresh ourselves with the gospel and kind of clear away the world's gunk by refreshing, by renewing ourselves, by, you know, reapplying the gospel to our lives. And so, you know, as we go out into the world and get exposed to all of these faulty theologies and all this stuff, we go back to the gospel and then get renewed. And so that's something I think we all need to keep in mind. Unless you're just scrolling. The Paul called by God thing, I think we, we just kind of went through that and talked about the various things, like how can we know that Paul is called by God and what that means to be called by God. So, so closing up verses that are not in Galatians. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I love that one. Cool. All right, so that was our first Bible study. Um, we'll probably be doing more of these at some point um, since we started it. And <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So we'll probably go with Galatians 2 next time. Probably. Um, not sure. It will definitely not be with the same group of people. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> this was an odd circumstance of us all here yeah. today. <laughs> but we might actually not do this. So if you did want to read the rest of Galatians, by all means, yeah. go and do it. So this might be a one-shot or it might be a series that we're starting. But we've started two other series, so maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we've also promised to do a series and haven't done it yet. So. The audio drama? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> No time like the present. All right. So, yeah. Uh, you can find us You can find us on Twitter at Christ underscore art underscore show, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Christian Artist Show, and at our website at ChristianArtistShow.com. We're also on Google+. Plus. I don't remember what the thing is. You can just search <laughs> Christian Artist Show. <laughs> that was some pro promotion. <laughs> no one goes on Google+, Plus, so I don't really think it matters. All right. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, and thank you to our lovely... Uh, guests and studio audience. <laughs> Even the ones that barely spoke at all. Like Mickey. <laughs> and Taylor. Taylor didn't say anything. He's kind of nodded. Thanks for the affirmation, Taylor. Taylor, approves this message. <laughs> Alright, have a great week, guys. <laughs>
you know, it was something cool <laughs> acapella little ding. I wanted to do that. So okay. so oh, that. Thanks, Iggy. That was so good. <laughs> You're so mean at me. <laughs> You're so mean at me. Yeah. Especially because we have That's this, so this weird. Acu- these acoustics. <laughs> right now. I want it to happen. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Oh. So because so we need to choose a bass it doesn't melody. affect me. It's just mean at my direction. Yeah. <laughs> You're meaning, meaning your towards me. Okay. Meaning at one direction. Uh, <laughs> no. Someone give me a bass melody. It's Bible study time. It's, it's Bible study time. It's Bible study time. So it, you just hold a note. No way to this is the bass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we're gonna do? What we're gonna do? Okay, so. You could do the it's 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 it. Okay. Bible study time. <laughs> wait, wait, shh, 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 shh. Quiet in the house. Taylor. <laughs> wait, why is it minor? Wait, why are we making it minor? I don't know. Okay. Notes were major. No, Someone else added the minor. Wait, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Exactly, that's what I was. Wait, Taylor has the lower note though. Do the lowest note. That's the same note. <laughs> I don't. You just do it octaves. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can do this. this just the four parts. This is gonna be the whole blooper reel <laughs> right here. <laughs> we can do this. We can do this. Okay. Ma, ma, ma. Just go without. Okay, practice. Okay. Yes. I can't do this. Okay. I'll just okay. hold it so, forever. Just go. I don't know. I literally don't know what's what I'm supposed to do after you. So you're supposed Wait, to go okay. like a note. I know, but I, I don't. I can't speak music. You know, just go. Just do it that way. Make the noise she's making. <laughs> But do that again. Okay. One more time. It's Bible study time. 
same note. I don't know how that happened. Right. I can conduct! <laughs> One, two, three, four. It's it's wait, 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 wait. We, we, can, we can keep that bit. Okay, just wait. Yeah. Bible study time. I'm sorry, I lost my note. That's right, do it again. I lost my note. Bye. No, I have to start over again. I don't have start my notes. From the game? Yes. yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, that was funny. Okay. That's right. Are we doing. No, we can use that. that. I'm fine. Just wait. <laughs> I do that to not move without noise. Okay, go. <laughs> it's Bible study time.